So, uh, thank you all who are, uh, who have, um, you know, clicked on to listening. My name is Reeves Jones. Um, I'm a student at, uh, University of North Carolina, uh, in Chapel Hill, big Tar Heels guy, so, uh, won't be, won't be shy to talk about them. Um, basically I wanted to start this, um, out of spite of doing something that, you know, I really enjoy, um, which is <laughs> talking sports, um, have a good passion and just kind of wanted to, you know, pick up a little side hobby, side hobby. Um, maybe it's something I could get interested in, but, um, you know, we'll be talking about a wide range of sports. Um, most likely what's going on, which, you know, right now it's baseball, but you know, football's about to come on, which is what most of us care about. But, um, I'm really excited for this and I'm glad that you are listening. So let's get into it. What's up, everybody? This is Reeves Jones in the Jones Zone. Um, I'm here with Marshall Coley, um, one of my best buddies. Um, he's actually the one who gave me the idea for starting this podcast, and uh, let him introduce himself for a second. What's up, everyone? Um, it's an honor to be on the Jones Zone's first guest, and uh, yeah, I think this podcast has a lot of potential. I mean, me and Reeves been talking sports since I don't know when, and uh, He's got a lot of good knowledge. We've had a lot of debates about uh, NFL, college football, you name it. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to be on. It should be a fun show. Yeah, totally. And uh, when I was, you know, going through this idea, I was just brainstorming, you know, um, with my buddies from school, especially. And they're like, "Yeah, we, like we we love talking sports, but you know, we also want to hear about like other random things. You know, like for example, you know, people telling interesting random things about." You know, Joe, Joe Rogan, you know, obviously one that comes to mind. So I'm definitely going to be here to encourage some sidebar as well, but uh, definitely know the most about sports, so that'll be, we'll be talking about. But, you know, it's also good to learn a bit about people at the same time. But um, Definitely. Okay, definitely. so what Marshall and I idea for the show is um, we're going to have an NFL preview. We'll run through our divisional picks um, and then a little bit of playoff predictions with our NFC and AFC future bet predictions. So, Love our sports betting around here. Yeah, so making up our Super Bowl with that. Um, we'll get into a little bit of Panthers talk. His first day at camp today. Um, some interesting stuff from around the NFL. Um, bunch of things happening. Um, and then we're, we'll go through um, some QB tiers that came out. A little article that we read, read, uh, we read about. Um, we'll go through some fantasy talk. Marshall Nye's league actually has our draft this Sunday. A little early, I know, I know. Got to get all the boys together while but, you can. Yeah, you know, it's more about the you know friendship and competitive edge and whatever. Um, but we got sleepers and bust, um, and then we'll get into a little college football. Um, Marshall's definitely more of an SEC guy, um, big George fan growing up. And then I'll be talking a little about a little bit about ACC, the the Tar Heels and their season preview. Um, and then we got some week, big week one games, some uh, neutral sites, some big things to look for. Then we got some over under wins for those for a variety of teams. Should be interesting. Um, and then we'll end on some baseball, some second half. Got the trade deadline coming up this Sunday as well. Um, but yeah, we're just going to talk. So um, yeah. yeah, let's get into it. So first, divisional picks. Marshall. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it. All right, so when I look at this, I kind of see 
I mean, there's only a couple divisions that I see could go up, and and that would that aren't really up for debate. Um, so I have, I mean, I've AFC East. I think that's the Bills easily, unless I mean, no, I mean, yeah, unless Josh Allen goes down or a couple key defensive injuries, I think the Bills. No, but yeah, their 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 roster's ready. Um, pretty solid offseason guys ready to break out, especially their. I mean, their quarterbacks. Fucking studs. Yeah, definitely. Um, same with the NFC North. I mean, I've heard some talk about you know the Vikings potentially having making a run, you know, with the firing of Mike Zimmer. But you know, Aaron Rodgers is a two-time MVP. You know, he still you know he still got it in him. I see the Green Bay winning that division again for. You see, did you see Rodgers come to training camp yesterday? Yeah. What was he <laughs> like? Uh, Nicholas Cage? Yeah, he was uh, Con Air. I mean, dude, look, he looked jacked. No, he, he did jacked. look. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah, got, he's tatted up too. He's got some weird. Yeah, some I weird don't stuff. Know. Well, apparently, it means something from every point of his career, but. Yeah, yeah and he was like John Wick for like Halloween last year. He's a weird yeah, dude. Don't mess with Rodgers, is yeah. what we're saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I would get him his money and then let him let him do let his him thing. let him ball. And then same with the NFC South. I mean, I see Tampa Bay winning that division pretty easily. Yeah, I mean, um, Panthers suck. But other than that, I think it's kind of, I think it's kind of open. So I guess I'll just start it off. We can go. We can give our picks. Um, AFC North. I think. I think that's really that's a really tough division. Maybe pound for pound the best division in football. Um, I would. I'm gonna go with the Bengals. Um, repeating as AFC North champs. I think Joe Burrow is only going to improve from here. Um, yeah, what about you? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go a little different direction. I'm gonna go with the Ravens. Um, you know, before Lamar kind of fell apart, they were the one seed uh, majority through the season. They were eight and three. They're one seed. Lamar goes down. They lose tough Thursday night game. The Dolphins, and then uh, things kind of implode from there. But um, I don't know. I feel like you know Harbaugh's he knows his division. Um, Steelers are definitely getting worse. Bengals, you know, they weren't there in the regular season, but they were definitely there in the last eight, nine weeks of the season. Um, and, you know, got a health of Lamar coming back. Um, yeah. Can't deny that. I mean, the, the injuries, like, it was a plague yeah. on that team. So yeah. many people going yeah, down. Ridiculous. So, I think, I mean, probably, I would probably say they have the best overall roster in that division. Yeah. But I just think, after seeing Joe Burrow last year and, you know, I, I think I like what they did on the offseason, getting uh, getting a defensive back in the first first round of the draft. I think um, I, I I like the Bengals to repeat. Um, no, I mean there's no. I mean they they have all of the studs they need. They got Burrow quarterback. Yeah. Um, he's out for camp though, um, which is interesting. He had to get his appendix removed, but that ain't stopping Joey B. Yeah. No. Um, just gonna say that. Um, but yeah, okay. I think the Browns are gonna really struggle. Um, I don't. Deshaun hasn't been suspended, but he definitely is. And Jacoby Reset, actually, Stefanski said today he's their number two and will be QB one if Deshaun's out. So I'm not buying them. Yeah, I don't. I don't like Browns. And then Mitch Trubisky with the Steelers. I'm gonna pass on that. Um, yeah, it's just too many unknowns for those two teams. Two good rosters, but just not in the quarterback position. It's just too valuable for, for the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, so we touched on, I mean, we both agree that Bills should dust, but an intriguing team from their division is the Miami Dolphins, who I think, I think their quarterback's going to have a breakthrough season. This new NFL is offense, speed, 
and they've got that. Tyreek, Jalen Waddle, their running back room is awfully impressive now, and they have an offensive coach. Um, what do you what do you what are you thinking about the Miami Dolphins? Um, you know, I like the Dolphins. I liked Tua in college. Um, you know, I, ever since he got in the league, though, it's just kind of one of those things where he doesn't really he doesn't look like he's been one hundred percent comfortable. Um, but you know now he's got his former Alabama receiver and Jalen Watson, you know Tyreek Hill, who's probably a generational talent, probably one of the fastest receivers we this game's ever seen. Um, so I like him. I am concerned that you know, you know they're playing in the Bills had the number one rated defense last year, I believe, um, and then you have New England, who you're gonna play four times a year. Um, you know, does that concern me? Maybe. Um, but I think I think there's I I would bet on them to make the playoffs uh, as a wild card spot. Yeah. Um, if they do well in the playoffs, who knows? But I I don't I, I don't see them making a run into the playoffs. But I think it's going to be improvement from last year. Yeah, I mean I, I totally agree. I don't think they're going to beat the Bills twice. If they won't beat them once, I don't think. But they could definitely go four and against the Patriots and Jets. Um, yeah. And then AFC South, uh, I mean, I like this. Dude. This is gonna be a cool division. Really? Watch. Well, okay. I mean, well, I mean, I like Matt Ryan, right? Yeah. And I then mean, the Titans were people forget they were the number one seed in the AFC last year. One hundred percent. Um, you know, and you get a Derek full, fully healthy Derek Ryan, or Derek Henry. Um, yeah. You know, Julio Jones has gone to the uh, Tampa Bay. You've got Robert Woods now, though. Yeah. Traylon Burks. Exactly. So that'll be interesting. I mean, I think that's a two-man race since. Between that uh, in that division, maybe the Jags, maybe they make some goals I, I, I do think Lawrence is going to have a really solid year. I do too. No, I do too. He threw the ball a ton. He threw the ball a ton last year, and he's got Doug Peterson, former quarterback. I think that only benefits him. Yeah, I do too. I don't see them. I see them still missing the playoffs, but oh I think they God, could. I know. I think they could um, maybe take a game away or two from one of the Colts or Titans. Mm-hmm. Um, so you you've got the Titans. I've got the Colts. Yeah, I've got. The Why Titans. do you like the Titans over the Colts? Um, you know, I think it's going to be one of those things where Derrick Henry is going to be able to, he's just going to be able to wear a lot of defenses down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and for the much disrespect Tannehill gets, he's a game manager, he's a baller. Um, so I, you know, in Titans defense, they were really beat up going into the last part of the year. So I think, I just think I like the Titans to repeat. Um, it's kind of boring. I got three um, repeating division champions, but well, that's a tale of tape. Yeah, um, in this league. But, Why do you um, like the Colts? I mean, I I think Matt Ryan is is honestly a perfect fit. I mean, I mean, like you know, really hating it. Um, yeah, whatever. But I, I, John Taylor. I mean, he's good. He's consensus number one fantasy pick. Pick. Um, yeah, stud. Michael Pittman Jr. I'm sensing a breakout. Um, I don't know. I just I feel like they can come together. Like great offensive line. I like yeah, great offensive line. Uh, I like their coach. Uh, I think it's their year. I yeah, mean, they were awfully close to it last year. I mean, yeah, they just had to beat the Jags and they would have been in the playoffs. So yeah, and that's why Carson Wentz is not their quarterback yeah. anymore. <laughs> um, so all right, this this is, crazy. is this is where we're at. Yeah, AFC West. We've got four powerhouse. I mean, I could literally tell you right now. I feel like every week with these teams, they're playing in, in their divisional games. Is going to be, this hit this hit the over in every game. I would agree. It's going to be a shootout. Um, great quarterbacks on every team. I want to hear your order. I want to hear how they finish. And how they finish. Okay. Like wow. how they finish by in in the division. Like there's okay. okay. And who's a playoff team and who's not. Okay. Well, 
I'm guess I'm breaking out my boring picks here. I'm gonna go with the Broncos to win this division. Um, you know they had a re- they have a really good defense, third rate defense um, from last year, uh, and you're gonna need defense in this division. I know it's gonna be a lot of scoring, but uh, they've got talent on the offensive side of the ball, and then they bring in you know in my opinion uh, the top probably eight quarterback in the league in Russell Wilson, who's who's proved himself to win the big game. Um, so I think. You know, Kansas City last year, they're, they're, they're an inconsistent. They looked really inconsistent. And, you know, I think with Tyreek Hill moving to Miami, I think that's going to affect him a lot more um, than they may realize. You know, Justin Herbert, you know, he's a stud. You can't much say much they're, about they're him. Dude. They're dude. We'll, we'll make yeah. it quick. But here's, my, here's what I got. I've got Broncos, Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I for all I want, I mean, I I'm, I'm with you on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I want I want to see the Raiders be a really good team, though. I think I don't know, Derek Carr. You oh, know, I love he, Derek. You Carr. know a crazy stat about him? What? I actually heard from this guy. Um, Derek Carr's first eight years in league, his defense ranked the worst and had the least amount of takeaways. So no short field. Yeah. He's doing it all himself. No, I agree. And then and I, with so much drama, I mean, yeah, Gruden. Rugs, he's a stud. I I like him a lot. Um, yeah, but a, no, I mean he. I mean Devonte Adams, you know, it's yeah. His quote moving from one Hall of Fame quarterback to another. I mean he I might like be Hall of Fame. I Derek like Carr might be Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know he's got to do, he's got to do better in playoffs in my opinion. But um, this could be the year. I mean he's got weapons. Well, yeah, but I mean they the, he they uh, were against they were toe and toe with the AFC champions from last year. Driving down the field, um, yeah. and their and their game against the uh, Bengals last year. So yeah, but um, no, I I think the, the Russell Wilson thing is kind of gonna work. How this you know Brady, yep. you know, That's and then Stafford last year. I mean, I just think it might all come together with a really talented roster, and you get a you get a you get a really good quarterback who knows how to win. Yeah. I kind of that's that's why I like the Broncos. Yeah. All right, let's get into NFC. Um, Wait, well, let me hear your ranks. Right. Oh, you're right. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I I'm kind of with you. I said I agree with you. Um, I honestly, but I'm cool with that. Okay. I'm cool with I'm cool with Broncos. Chief. I I actually have the Broncos too. I think. Okay. Sweet. Um, I think they're gonna put Russell Wilson in a situation where he can do what he wants, which has never happened before. And I think we could sense some explosion here in Denver, letting the ball fly in mile high air. Yeah, I like um, it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm with Marshall in that order. Uh, Broncos, Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders. Uh, Chiefs, Chargers, and playoffs, Raiders not. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move to the NFC. Um, NFC North, I know we touched on this a little bit. Vikings. Um, wow, um, really? Yeah, I, I think so. They got McConnell, I think, from the Rams, that their OC. Offensive yeah. coach, Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Thielen. Um, they, got we- they got weapons on offense, what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to have to disagree. I, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, is the most talented quarterback of all time. And, he, I mean, you know, I think he's been listening to the media saying he can't win a big game. He, you know, he's, he, he, he struggles. And I, I, I know this isn't necessary. This is regular season. But I think he's going to come out with something to prove. If, I mean, I, I just see Green Bay. They have a really good roster. They haven't lost much at all. I mean, they've lost Devontae Adams, but... I think Aaron Rodgers will be willing to build around that. But I think I will say um, 
Kirk Cousins is underrated in my opinion. Over, I shouldn't say underrated, overhated. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. He has, I mean, he has, you know, Mike Zimmer is obviously defensive minded. I think there was some blood, bad blood there. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, uh, once again, I think that division will probably come down to their head to head because they're both going to go four and zero against Chicago and the Lions, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. But I, I have Green Bay winning that division. I think. I mean, I. Yeah, Vikings are kind of like my wild card. Yeah, I'm just being different. Well, that happens um, every year. It's so. hard to pick against the, you know, Rodgers being mm-hmm. badass. Um, can't deny that. Um, but I do think the Chicago and I mean Detroit teams more Chicago based on I think Justin Fields could have a serious breakout this year. Yeah. Um, granted, there's not there's not much around him, but I think he's a raw enough talent to where he could actually have a you know definitely gonna have a better situation than he did last year. Um. That we could, I don't know, we could see some. We could see him just compete. I'm not saying he's going to be Aaron Rodgers, but yeah, no, I could see. I mean, I could see that where he goes, he throws for like 350 and rushes for like two touchdowns. Yeah, totally. Um, but then I could also see him throwing for like under 200 yards with like a QB rating of like sub 70. It's cold. It's cold in the Midwest. Yeah, it's cold it's in the West. All right, NFC East. This division has a different winner every year. Crazy. Um, no idea what to say here. Um, but I like the Eagles. So um, so their I. offense is loaded. Yeah. Uh, Hurts, uh, AJ Brown. I mean, that almost feels like a steal, even though they're paying him a ton of money. Um, good running back room. I like Sanders and I like Gainwell, the guy they drafted last year and used them a little bit. Great um, line. Can run the ball. Yeah. Can run the ball, especially with their quarterback. Um, and we got Devontae Smith in year two. I mean, uh, sophomore breakout, I can yeah, see it. Yeah, um, And I like Dallas Goddard, too, as a tight end. Yeah, um, so do I. I probably think, you know, the Cowboys have a better team and definitely a higher ceiling. Yeah. Like, I could see Dallas going 12-5 and five this year. Um, yeah, I, I'm with you. I think, I mean, Dallas, they have a, they have a top 12 quarterback in yeah. Dak Prescott. Um, they have Lamb's the, yeah, the, really the best guard, Zach Martin. CD CD Lamb's prime for his best season yet. Yeah. Going to get Tyron so Smith targets. when healthy, he's a beast. Um, so yeah, they and you know people, Ezekiel Elliott, people. Yeah. I, I don't know. I wouldn't be too too sure to write him off just yet. He's like RB. He's double digit RB in fantasy yeah. right now. And I don't. I took him with the fourth pick last year. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but he's RB six or something. Yeah, but the reason I do have. The Eagles winning is that I think I mean Dallas will lose those easy games. I mean, they, some things they'll go out and they'll play really, really well. But I could see them going two and two against the Giants and Redskins, totally. where I think the Eagles, you know, they play to their own level. Um, once again, like I said, I think their ceiling's not as high, but I think that's not really going to matter in this division where the Cowboys are going to slip up. So. I've got the Eagles winning probably around winning that division probably around a ten and seven record. I mean, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if if Dallas does win this division. It'll be, I think they'll win handily. Okay, I like it. Um, I don't see much of the Giants or no. Commanders. Yeah. Um, but yeah. All right, NFC South. Um, I'm a Panthers fan. Yeah. Um, but. The Bucks are gonna roll. Yeah, they're gonna win. I mean, it's not even close. I'll be very surprised if New Orleans, Carolina, or Atlanta wins over eight games. Yeah, I, it's just gonna be tough. I mean, maybe the Saints. They've got Jameis. He looks good. So, I saw Michael Thomas run some routes. Yeah, I mean, um, 
Yeah, but I mean, but he's on law. Kamara's gone for first six games, and it's just yeah. new coach, new system, and, and you know their salary cap is just so they're I don't, they're in a bad spot. So you know, like I said, Tom Brady won't have come back for anything. I think they're gonna roll. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, NFC West. Okay, so there's a team in here that I really want to talk about because they okay. made some big news yesterday, and it's the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. Um, so. Shanahan, John Lynch, their GM, uh, both you know they're both on the presser yesterday, and they said we're going to move forward with Trey. Uh, and basically, Jimmy hasn't been traded yet because he had to get repair his shoulder or whatever. Um, but it's 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 Trey Lance ball in San Francisco. Um, so what I'm I'm not I'm not sold on him, I'm but not. if they're moving on him this quickly, I mean they just won an NFC Championship. I feel like he's got to be a stud. Yeah, I mean, he has to. Obviously, the talent's there. Uh, we saw him make some crazy throws. You obviously know the athleticism with his uh, with his running ability. Um, however, you know, that's a tough division. Um, and Trey Lance, look, they went to Trey Lance. Um, and it wasn't because Jimmy G was hurt or anything. It was because they wanted, they wanted to go to Trey Lance last season. What happened? Jimmy G came right back off the bench and led them to an NFC championship. Yeah. Granted, he didn't have the prettiest stat lines, but they got him and they won. He's a winner. He's, he is a, a, he's a gamer. Exactly. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't necessarily love that move. However, like you said, it's an offensive league. You got to keep up with the big boys. Um, and if they think Trey Lance has the capability, I'm all for it. Yeah. All right. But I've got the Rams in that division. All right. Um, so let's get into our NFC and AFC winners. Okay. Um, NFC will start, I mean, weaker conference by far. I mean, I think if you have what it takes to get in the playoff or get through the playoffs, then we already know about it. Um, just weak division. But um, my pick is the Los Angeles Rams to be back in the Super Bowl at plus 500. Uh, I think they just, they've got the tools, they've got the experience now, and they've got the coach. Uh, the Rams will be back in the Super Bowl. Okay. Um, I have Tampa Bay at. Plus three hundred. Uh, like I said, really ease of vision. Could easily see. I I, I think um, for that reason, uh, there's gonna be a lot of low stress games. Therefore, less injuries. And you know, Tom Brady. Like I know, I don't want to slobber on him, but you know, he's not retiring and coming out of retirement for for him to just pat his stats. You know, yeah. this guy was the passing leader, NFL yards passing leader last year. Um, you know. I saw a report that Leonard Fournette like lost 15 pounds. So yeah, he came, he came in huge. Yeah. He was like 280. Yeah, and he's already down to like 250. Yeah, which and is that's good. how it goes. That's yeah. how it goes in Tampa. Yeah, get out on that. Heat. You know, and I like the Julio. I like the Julio. Jones. Oh yeah, Julio. Yeah. Woo! So I've got Tampa Bay. Um, I think that's a pretty. I was kind of surprised to see that plus 300. Um, like yeah, they have best odds. Yeah, um, which is kind of crazy. I would. I think Green Bay would be the best odds, but yeah, Green Bay is right behind the plus four fifty. But I just don't think Rodgers has shown that he can do anything in the playoffs yeah. at the moment. Um, and he's probably two or three years away from being done in this league. Yeah. Um, so we got Bucks and Rams. Our pick. Um, that was a crazy game last year. Crazy. Um, uh, but let's move on to the AFC. My pick. I think the Bills will be there. I mean, they literally. Enticed a rule change in the overtime because of how you know poorly their game went because they didn't get the ball first and against the Chiefs, so this is the game I'm talking about. And I just think they're motivated coming off that. 
Um, second year in a row they've had you know tough game, tough loss like that in the playoffs. But I think they are truly built to be a Super Bowl team this year, and I'll take them at plus three hundred. Okay. Um, don't hate that pick. I think that you could get more value there. Plus three hundred is a little steep. You know, I I, I don't. You know, I think that they're really good. You get a you get a peaking Josh Allen, um, but I'm gonna go with Denver for the reasons that we said earlier. You know, you got a great roster with Russell Wilson coming in. Um, I know it's. I think it's probably gonna be one of those things where they could start off like a three and three, where they start off pretty slow. But I think they're gonna peak at the right time. You know, Russell Wilson's a great leader, and I think come playoff time, this team could get hot, and uh, I think they're gonna go through the AFC and be in the Super Bowl. Yep. All right. So I've got a Rams Bills Super Bowl, and Marshall has a Bucks Broncos Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. Um. So next, let's get into. I'm gonna talk a little bit about the Panthers real quick, just because we were just talking about Bucks. Um. So Darnold, uh, Darnold Baker. I like the Baker trade. I think we got a lot of value, and we're not even paying him anything. Yeah. I think we beat the Browns Week One. I do too. Um. And there's, they're actually splitting reps today. And the guy, and you know, Spartanburg, Wofford College, whatever. Um, heard Darnold was throwing lasers, but I'm not. I don't Baker's the guy. He's got to be the Baker's guy. Baker's got to be the guy. Um, I think Tepper did this not necessarily because Baker's our guy for the next five years. I think it's because you know no one was excited about this season at all. No one was excited. Um, you know. Last season was horrible, watching the games. I mean, the Cam Newton stint was fun for two games. Um, but I think Baker Mayfield, you know, that's a guy who got a lot of charisma. He draws heads. He sells tickets. So, um, and, I mean, people like to forget how um, the Browns, before he got there, obviously a lot of things went well around him. They got Nick Chubb. They got a better offensive line. But he took them from a team that hasn't won a playoff game in I don't know the exact number of years, but, you know, they beat the Steelers on the road. So, I think uh, he was battling injuries last year. I like Baker Mayfield. So, um, he should be our week one starter, um, and I think he should have a long leash. I saw this quote. I, I think we're getting walk-on. We're getting uh, Oklahoma walk-on. Yeah. Tech, round, but we're getting we're getting the, the best version of Baker Mayfield that we want to see. Yeah, he's pissed off. Um, yeah, totally. Plus, uh, Browns coming – Coming down to Carolina, I, that's, yeah, that's gonna be fun. I so. want to see it. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, but you know, ten weeks in the season, I'm probably not gonna be very excited. But yeah. <laughs> um, all right, now we're the, the fact that we're talking about uh, quarterbacks. Um, I'm gonna get into so Mike Sanders, guy that works for the Athletic. Um, yeah. He talked to basically a variety of execs, owners, scouts, just personnel in the NFL, and then he, he created this tier list. Um, so there are six quarterbacks in Tier 1 and eight in Tier 2, so 14 total. Um, so here's the Tier 1 guys we have. Rodgers, Mahomes, Brady, Allen. That's, I think that's I fair. I think that's fair, yeah. That's fair. We all know those guys are studs and can win the playoffs at this point. Um, but the, the, the next two that we have in Tier 1 are Joe Burrow, and Justin Herbert. So, Burrow, I completely understand it. I honestly feel like but the what makes this tier that tier at this point, I feel like it's just like ball, I think it's just ball throwing. I 
I feel like it's they're not even considering like dual threat quarterbacks. Um, I mean, Allen runs for a ton, but I think they're just looking at arm talent, um, especially in this tier one. I mean, Herbert, Lamar Jackson not in tier two. Like what? No, uh, that yeah, is, or no, he's one. in. He's in. Yeah, he's in tier yeah. two. Sorry. But, I didn't okay. See that. Okay. Well, also the, the tier two guys that are more debatable. Matt Stafford's not a tier one quarterback. Just won a Super Bowl. I mean, kidding me. Russell Wilson. Uh, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, Derek Carr, Kyler Murray, Matt Ryan finished out that list. Are those um, in order? I, 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 would, I would assume so. Yeah, likely. Um, I just, I, I'm very questioned about, yeah, Lamar Jackson's definitely a name that pops off. I, I, I definitely see a debate for Joe Burrow, despite the fact that he has not been healthy for, like, he's played a, a season and a half in the NFL. Granted, very impressive season, done better than most of the guys on the list in their first in their second season. Um, but Justin Herbert being on the list is mighty questionable. So much talent there, but uh, you can't you can't tell me Matthew Stafford, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson should not be on the other side of this list. Um, and I just I'm, I'm just confused. Just, yeah, um, you know it's one of those things where um, I'm not necessarily going to argue about tier one. Um, I think those six guys are probably good, um, but you know, Dak Prescott and Matt Ryan, th- those guys. I, I mean, Dak. Dak's had some. He's had some good games, but I, I don't. I. I um, and compared to those other guys, I don't think they're on the same level uh, then as Kyler Murray, Derek Carr, Lamar Jackson, Sean Watson, Russell Wilson, and Matt Stafford. Um, yeah, uh, totally. I just. I just think experience matters a lot in this league, and it's pretty disrespectful to see, you know, two three-year qu- or two guys going in their third year above all these dudes that know a ton more and won more games. And- yeah, I mean Russell Wilson, that dude, he ran the early 2010s. Or yeah, his, his team did. So yeah, I don't know. there's a, there's some things to be left there. I want to I want to see how Russell does this year to completely buy in on his career, but. Um, no. Alright, so we're going to wrap it up a little bit of this NFL section. We're going to get into some fantasy talk, and then we'll move on to college football. So, sleepers and bust, um, I will go ahead and let's, let's start with sleepers. So, my sleepers, alright, so we've talked, we've already been talking about him a lot. Russell Wilson, currently drafted as QB8 right now, and he, in my mind, could be a league winner, let alone a league MVP. This upcoming season, ASUS, yeah. full of shootouts. Going to have to score. Offensive coach now. I mean, I just, weapons everywhere. Yeah. And then, along with Russell Wilson, I'm buying into Tim Patrick. A uh, huge, lanky red zone threat. He was used a little bit. Had some big games last year. But he's probably wide receiver three in their system. But could get a lot of value out of this guy. He probably will go and draft in most leagues. So, just keep an eye out. Uh, Tim Patrick. Um, I like him. So, Marshman, talk about yourself. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if you've been doing any research, you've been hearing the hype about Travis Etienne. But um, I'm really big on this guy. Um, he missed his rookie season last year, but he's being um, reunited with his college quarterback. Um, you know, a lot of people around uh, the league have been saying he's going to be compared to Alvin Kamara with his ca- pass-catching abilities. And if you play PPR, you know how valuable that is for a running back. Um, so I think there's a lot of value for ETN, especially with the ADP of uh, the fourth round, late fourth round. Um, so 
you know, Travis Etienne is someone that I think I'm going to be trying to get in all my drafts. Um, I think he's going to have a great season. Um, and then I'm going to go with Gabriel Davis. Um, if you watched the AFC Divisional game last year, probably the best Woo! football game I ever watched. My God, he went crazy. Yeah, he went insane. And he's up like 15 pounds. Dude. Yeah, he's he. You can the talent is undeniable. Um, he caught eight passes for a two like 200 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, and then you get him with Josh Allen, who's peaking in his career. Um, yeah, um, yeah, give me Gabriel Davis. Buying the Bills and the receivers. Yeah. Um, all right, so my bust or guys that are overvalued, um, we'll talk about this one together since we yeah. both have them, but James Conner. Yeah, don't like him. So, look, he's getting drafted as RB16, which, you know, isn't terrible, but he's getting drafted right outside the third round in a 10-man league. Um, so, I, I just don't see it. I saw Sat. He's get, he, last year, his – TD dependency was 42%. I just don't see how you can replicate that. I mean, granted, Chase Edmonds is gone, but James Conner isn't the James Conner we saw on Steelers or the James Conner we saw last year. I'm not buying James Conner. Do not draft him that early. If you can get him late, yes, because he's probably the guy, bell cow, maybe. But they also have Kyler Murray running. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Dual threat. Um and like you said, he's t- he's so TD dependent. Um, maybe if you're in a high man non PPR league, maybe take the chance. Um, but yeah. anywhere else, I would look elsewhere. Yeah. All right. And then my second bust, or no, I wouldn't. He's not gonna bust. This guy's not gonna bust, and y'all are gonna like that I'm talking about him here. But he's overvalued in my mind. Tyreek Hill, Miami Dolphins. Yes, he's Tyreek Hill. Yes, he's the fastest guy in the sport. The leg, or you know, as we think. Um, but he's not with Patrick Mahomes anymore. He's with, yeah. Tua. He's with Tua. And he's he keeps saying, oh, Tua's the most accurate passer. Dude, no. no he, he's, he's not. He, no, he's not. He's not Patrick Mahomes. You're not going to go to the Super Bowl with Tua. Um, I'm sorry. He's getting drafted uh, 18th. Uh, I just think if you can snag him in the third, I mean – if you can snag him in third round, that's a great value. If you're getting, if you're picking him early, mid second, late second, I'd be okay. But don't waste any kind of pick. They have a guy similar to him in Jalen Waddle. I just, yeah, I don't. Their offense could be. We have, we have no idea. So I'm not. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I agree with that. Um, Tyree Kill is someone I'm probably gonna stay away from. And then uh, I'm going with another receiver for my uh, bust, or I guess overvalued. Um, Amari Cooper, and this isn't really necessarily about Amari Cooper himself and his talent, um, but I think it's just about his situation with the Cleveland Browns. Um, the Deshaun Watson wet mess is here to stay, it looks like, so I think there are probably better options for a wide receiver, wide receiver two or flex role. Um, you know, I, I just don't, I would stay away from Amari Cooper and probably any Browns receivers. Yeah. Uh- yeah, Jacoby said I don't like him throwing him the ball, and they've been a run first team since Stefanski became the coach. Yeah. I I'm staying away from Mari. Yeah. Um, so that's gonna wrap us up with the NFL section, and we will be right back with our college football section. I'm pumped for it. Let's go. All right, we're back here. College football coming up. Yep. Uh, you know this is Marshall's long-awaited section. Big college football guy. Yeah, I love um, it. While we're at it, tell me a little bit about the uh, college football commander Instagram. Bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Do it's, uh, yeah, it's just, um, it's something me, my brother, and my cousin started 
Um, it's an Instagram called at College Football Command Center. You know, we do season, right now we're just doing season predictions. We just kind of mess around on there. So um, I don't know. It's fun for um, it's fun for me to uh, talk about college football. So um, if you want, give it a follow. Some good content over there. Um, but yeah, college football is my thing. I love it. So can't we talk yeah. about it? Give, check them out. I, I've been liking some of their collabs recently. Yep. Um, all right, so we're going to run through a little bit of some SEC, ACC. Um, let's touch on the SEC first. Okay. Um, so we got SEC West, SEC East. Um, Alabama and Georgia definitely going to be the top dogs on each side, respectively. Um, is there anything in particular you wanted to talk about any of these teams? Um, you know, we'll start with the East, I guess. Um I think South Carolina is an interesting storyline going into the season with Spencer Radler. Um, you know, Shane Beamer is a coach that I don't necessarily know if he's the permanent fit for South Carolina. If there's gonna, if, there, if he's gonna be like a Kirby Smart or um, you know Nick Saban, but I think that's an interesting storyline. Uh, I have them probably finishing around third in the East right now, um, and then good. yeah, but then I think. Kentucky's getting so a lot of hype, and granted, yeah. I like Kentucky. Um, you know, I don't have a problem with them. Georgia, I'm a big George fan. Georgia usually beats the shit out of them every year, but um, I I've got them not doing as well as many people say. However, I do have Tennessee doing well. I have Tennessee probably being around a nine and three team. Um, I think you know they have a hard schedule playing Georgia and then having to play Alabama every year. Um, but I think Tennessee could be a nine and three, maybe a ten and two team, and they have the capability to, you know, give a loss to Georgia or Alabama. So I think that's an interesting thing to look at. But my top three would probably be Georgia, Tennessee, and South Carolina in that yeah. first slot. I like it. Um, I ca- I'm I like I'm here for Tennessee football. I, yeah, college football is good when Tennessee. Yeah, good. I like. Um, I like their college. I like their big ass uh, stadium. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see them do well. And got a couple buddies together, so shit. Shout out Gerald. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but for the West, you know, this is Alabama's division to lose. Uh, they are by far the most favorite, uh, the favorite coming into the season. Uh, I think Ohio State maybe has the edge on them, but Alabama's the best team in college football. It's their championship to lose, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, yeah, so an intriguing team I, I like out of the West is Texas A&M. Okay. Um, t- best recruiting class of 2022. Um, yeah. And, you know, we've been seeing things all this spring and summer. Jimbo, Saban. You're buying – you're, Texas A&M bought all their players. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I'll be tuning into that game. I'm really excited for this game. Um, personally, I think Alabama's going to kick their ass at home following their loss last year. But yeah. I don't know. Jimbo gets some boys going. Tell you what. Yeah, he does. Um, one thing I am really interested in is the LSU team. Yeah, Brian Kelly, um, first year on the, on the squad. I, um, let's hear it. I think people are too. I mean, this team LSU. I know they had they haven't had the last two seasons that they wanted, but they've been recruiting well. Their recruiting hasn't dipped. You know, you get a coach that can win games in Brian Kelly. Obviously, not playing the talent that that CC has. But I mean, I could honestly see LSU being a, a like I, I don't want to say a double digit win team, but you know, immensely improving. Um, I, I you know this team's gonna be interesting to watch. Um, 
Quarterback, I'm not necessarily sure what they want to do there. Um, and yeah, I, I have no idea who the quarterback. Yeah, I, I, um. it's some. It's it's a lefty. I forgot his name. Yeah. But um, they're a really good team um, in terms of talent wise. Now, if Brian Kelly can put it together, then I think there could be something there. But Alabama win, will win the West, and I think Georgia will win the East. Um, yeah. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see be another um, hell of a SEC championship. It will, um, but it will be interesting to see if there's a team that threatens them, you know, by Thanksgiving. If there's a team that says exactly what happened you know, last year, they know. Yeah, um, exactly. They surely recovered from that, but mm-hmm. yeah, totally. Um, Pump for this SEC, always competitive. Um, a team that I'm buying, we'll touch on. Later's Arkansas. Yeah, um, KJ I Jefferson. Think, I think their schedule is mighty impressive. I'm going to go ahead and talk about them while we're at it. Um, look at their schedule. I mean, the only games that they seriously, like, are in doubt um, that I'm seeing. So, week one, they have Cincinnati at home. They have Cincinnati in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Um, that's a pretty big game, but no Desmond Ritter. Uh, no a lot of draft picks. Um, I just I – just, I think they're winning that game, and yeah. they have the majority of their um, competitive SEC um, SEC conference matchups at home, which I think totally benefits them. The only tough games they have away are at Auburn, at BYU, at Mississippi State. I mean, obviously at Alabama, at in Arkansas. I yeah. Mean, I'm, but we're t- we're talking about their away games, um, which I I see they could win two out of the three games. Um, definitely. Yeah. I like um, Arkansas. So I'm I'm over on their six and a half win total right now. Yeah. Um, but I just that was just a jump start. Um, but let's get back into it. So ACC, um, I'm a Tar Heel guy. Mighty under underwhelming seasons. Horrible to watch at most <laughs> most parts of the season. Um, but you know, um, we have a little cute quarterback battle going on, and definitely more improved spot um, coming in the Coastal. Um, so in the Atlantic. Um, you see anything? I mean, Wake. I mean, State. Um, Clemson. Yeah, those are the names that I'm just seeing. Okay. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have Wake falling off. Um, they're they're due for regression. Wake's yeah. not a football school or any kind of school for that measure. Um, so uh, no, but yeah, it's I just agree. one of those things. If you look at their look, they won the games, the close games, and you need that. But I mean, a lot of these games. I mean, they were like 52 to 55. It's like that's not sustainable. Um, you know, no. so I see Wake regressing immensely. Um, you know, and I guess I'll get into it now. I have NC State having a really good season. I know yeah, you're a Tar Heel guy. They're uh, no, they're they're definitely receiving a lot, a lot of hype. I mean, yeah, um, I like their I like their quarterback. You know, they had a great, they had a pretty good defense last year. Um, I see them challenging Clemson for the um, for the Atlantic championship uh, for the Atlantic title. Uh, Clemson will probably still win, but I think NC State will challenge them uh, coming down the stretch, like like the Wolfpack this year. Yeah, I I don't see why NC State couldn't get hot at the end of the year. Almost beat Clemson last year. They did. No, they yeah they did beat yeah. them. Ah, my mistake. God. <laughs> yeah. So we we're know what we know they're capable of. I mean, the heels imploded against them. Don't want to get into that game, but um yeah, I mean that's that'll be an exciting. I think the Atlantic's definitely more competitive. Um, as far immensely, as I'm at, um, immensely in the, in the coastal. In the coastal, yeah. So Pitt won the coastal last Before year. Before we get into that, yeah. what do you think? What What do you like? What do you think about Miami this year, dude? I so Crystal Ball, he he's he's going for a full culture shock. He's no yeah. more turnover. Team. I mean, they're recruiting like shit. Yeah, uh, they're nil money in Miami. It's yeah, gonna be, whew, 
A lot of be really there. attractive. Yeah. Um, so I like their quarterback, ACC freshman of the year, Van. Yeah, what's his name? Trevor Van Dyke. Van Dyke, yeah. Um, stud. He played really well against us at home. You, we were both there. At yeah. Game. Um, I'm excited to see him. I think Chris Ball is a hell of a coach, and he could dominate the ACC. Okay. Okay. Um, but well, Miami's good. It's good for college football. Yeah. So, as far as the heels go. Um, I think they should definitely finish. I think Miami could definitely win this this division. Um, I don't see Pitt doing it again no. without Kenny Pickett yeah, and no. their best receiver, Fred Bullitt, uh Addison, I think is the name. Yeah. Um, he went to USC. Uh, <laughs> took the bag with Lincoln Riley. Uh, don't see them being any kind of name. Nor do I. Don't hate Virginia this year. No, Brent Armstrong. Yeah, good quarterback. Yeah. Lefty. Uh, yeah. And, I mean, VT, too, I guess. Um, but I don't see them no. competing. Here's the thing with UNC. I like, I guess with Miami, too. You know, college football, it's about the talent you have. I mean, this is why you have these dynasties and some teams because they recruit, recruit, recruit. UNC and Miami have had good recruiting classes the past three years. Yeah, UNC had Like top a top 10, 10 class. Yeah. So, you know, you know, you get someone under center who can do the job. Um, you have talent. I think UNC could put up a nine plus an eight plus one season. Yeah, easily, um, and maybe make a run for that coastal championship. I mean, I think it's a three man, three or four man race. I think the heels give May the, May the starting job week one. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just saying that based on uh, you know the way they recruited him and the way that he's younger, probably more talented, more potential. Higher ceiling, yeah, got yeah, to higher ceiling at this point. Throw him out there, let him get experience, let him become better as he plays. That App State game is gonna be sweet. Yeah. Um, That'll be fun. Dude, you know App plays Texas A&M week, week two? Yeah, week after. Good for App. Yeah, I like it, yeah. Y'all have a fun schedule. North Carolina up. football. Um, Sweet. All right, so big week one games. There's so much hype here. Oh, I love it. Neutral dude. site on neutral it. site, and it is going to be awesome. All right, biggest all right, I think this is the biggest game. Yeah. Marcus Freeman's new Fighting yep. Irish going into Columbus. Yep. Week Huge. one. Huge. Huge game. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, border states. They're, Notre Dame's going to have a crowd there. You better believe it. Yeah. Um, C.J. Stroud looking to come off his ridiculous Rose Bowl performance. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't even know what to expect from that game. I think I think Marcus Freeman might have his boys ready to go, and it's going to be a hell of a game. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be one of these games where it might be, like, six to, like, yeah. three Week going one, into, like, offense, yeah. yeah um, I think – you know, Ohio State might have an early turnover, like a fumble or something, because Notre Dame's going to be jacked up to play there. Um, but I see C.J. Stroud getting everything under control, having a great second half um, great second half performance. And I see I see Ohio State comfortably beating Notre Dame, probably by more than a touchdown. Yep. All right, so next we have Oregon, Georgia, and Atlanta. Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Mm-hmm. Um. Marshall, let me hear it first from your perspective. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm a little biased. I like Georgia. But I think Georgia, I mean, I think they beat the shit out of Oregon um, by two-plus touchdowns. And I think the Bo Nix campaign is going to start off horribly. Um, I think they hold Oregon under 10 points. I think it's going to be a blow um, beat down. Yeah, Bo Nix, a quarterback, never did anything against Georgia in his t- entire career at Auburn. So I'm buying Georgia at whatever points they're going uh, I'm giving up. Um, whatever. Um, I don't see it anything coming to fruition um, in that game. Next, we have Florida State, LSU, and the Caesar Superdome in New Orleans. Yeah. 
Uh, Brian Kelly's debuting on the on the biggest stage in his in the uh, in his new state of Louisiana. What are we thinking there? You know, this can be an interesting game. Uh, once again, Florida State's one of those teams that have talent. Um, but I have LSU winning this game, and I don't necessarily know if it'll be because LSU comes out and plays particularly amazing. But I think um, you know they'll get a turnover, some missed opportunities from Florida State. But I think the Brian Kelly era starts off with a W, and you know I think that's gonna be good for college football, and it'll give some people to talk about, um, and especially good for the SEC West because there needs to be another powerhouse yeah. in there. Um, so I think um, I think LSU wins that game by how much I'm not necessarily sure. I'm not really comfortable to say, no. but LSU wins that game. Totally. And then the last one on my my radar is Utah at Florida. Um, Florida hasn't had really any kind of consistency, um, any kind of coaching personnel. I, I don't know. I just feel like they've been a mess these last few years. Um, and Utah is not. I love Utah's coach, yep. Kyle Whittingham. Yep. Dude is a stud, makes NFL players, and can rise to the big stage. I, I think Utah wins this game. Um, but not, I mean, that's a tough week one matchup. Far across the country, but yeah, I don't know. I like Utah too. I just like that game. Oh, yeah, it's gonna be great. I like watching Utah play. I mean, that uh, Rose Bowl game, incredible. Um, and they, I think the biggest thing for that Rose Bowl game is that Utah proved that they can play a big team in a big moment, you know, a lot of eyes on them, and they hung with them. Do you remember in that game when, um, their quarterback got hurt, and then they threw a guy in who'd never made a pass in a college game yeah, before. And First pass incomplete, I think, and then he threw a touchdown yeah. the next play. So and it's like, boom, we got a ball. We're, yeah, I mean, we're so I like Utah. Uh, once again, hard place to play. Yeah. Um, but totally. Especially week one. Yeah. People have been sitting back waiting for that one. But, yeah. Um, yeah, big stuff. All right, let's talk a little conference realignment. Uh, yeah. While we're at it, so got to the big the big names are Oklahoma and Texas going to SEC in 2025. Um, I think that it, I mean there's nothing you can do about it. I think that's just money that is just free at that point. So why would you say no? Um, I think it's going to make thing. I think it's going to make both of the schools really competitive, especially in recruiting. Yep. Um, and I, I think both of those programs could improve a lot by being in the SEC. Yeah. Um. So I'm for that. Um, some things that I'm really questioning is, I don't know. I think eventually one day there's going to be a super conference. Um, definitely, probably pretty soon. Just because I just think if you're putting all these matchups together, you're just demanding so much money, so much market presence. I just don't see how like TV networks and schools yeah. are going to pass up millions of dollars yeah. each weekend. Um, but I don't. Not, yeah, not do this. I don't necessarily see this as a bad thing. I think we'll probably have for the foreseeable future. Here's what I see happening. I see the SEC getting um, Oklahoma and Texas, but then maybe adding like a Miami. I know Chapel Hill has been in talks. Um, you know, maybe a Florida State get a couple more teams, and then I see some teams going to the Big Ten. I think that's that's one. Those are two big conferences, and I think you get some Pac-12 teams, and then you get like the teams like Baylor, Oklahoma State, mm-hmm. uh, you know, some other teams like some other teams from the Big Twelve, and I think that and like teams like Cincinnati, um, teams like BYU. I think that will be another conference, and I think there'll be three big conferences. But then, like you said, I think 
probably by the time we're graduated way out of college, yeah. but there will probably be a big super conference. Yeah. And um, then if they're doing that, then the playoff, the playoff is not is going to have no choice but to expand. Um, yeah, have to. And then we have other big things, USC and UCL to the Big Ten. I don't think they're going to hang around here long. I think they're just doing it. I, I have no idea why they're doing it, honestly. I don't think they can compete with these schools in their tradition in the North, in the Midwest. Yeah. And... And travel. I, I mean, traveling. I mean, it's that's it's this. It is. I mean, I I don't I. I understand there's money involved, but it doesn't make sense. Um, you know, I don't If it's a good thing or a bad thing, I, I don't really for college football. I don't necessarily know because we haven't seen this before. Um, but it'll be interesting. It'll be fun to watch. Like, but like what Reeves just said. Uh, I I see them struggling I, at least off the bat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And. ACC commissioner um, Phillips has you know, remained pretty confident in where his conference is right now, so we'll just have to wait on that. Um, yeah, Marshall touched on it. Some big schools out of the ACC that probably will draw interest from the SEC. Are, I'm glad Carolina's in it for sure. Um, and then we have Miami, FSU, and then um, maybe Virginia. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, well, how would that affect basketball? Do you think it would matter? Yeah, I mean... It's like, that's what ACC is, though. ACC basketball. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, to do with basketball, I mean, I think there's just so much tradition in the ACC at this point, just from its history, and, you know, you have so many rivalries that, um, you know, that's kind of what they're doing with football. I mean, they've already redone their their football scheduling, where it's like, you have three rivals, and you're going to play everyone else in the ACC, regardless of, you know, coastal land. Yeah. Um, five times, you're going to, like, and it's mixed match, um, so if something that ha- like that ha- like that happens in basketball, I don't think there's no uh, you can't pass up Carolina playing Duke yeah, twice yeah. a year. Yeah, but if that does happen, I could see them definitely playing once a year. Um, but on a basketball, I think that'll be something they try to you know um, contain and preserve. Yeah, just because the tradition and you know people like that uh, with basketball. You know, like the whole Big East stuff, but Big East fell apart. I don't. It yeah, just shows ACC, how much money yeah. is involved in college football. But yeah, all right. Let's get into some over over under win totals. Marshall, I know you touched on Wake, but you have them first as under eight and a half wins. Yeah, like I said, offense isn't sustainable forever. I like Sam Hartman. I like their quarterback, but you know, you 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 can't just be relying on your offense to put up fifty plus points each week. Um, and like I said, Wake did that was awesome for Wake last season. But like I said, like you said, they're not a football school. They haven't recruited like a football school. They're going to be playing much more talented rosters. So I have Wake under eight point five wins. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I touched on this as well. We kind of Marshall and I, um, <laughs> kind of already gave you all some pre previews. But I had Arkansas over six and a half. I think their home schedule or their away schedule works in their favor, where they have a lot. Um, more competition at home, which, you know, can't hurt. Um, but definitely some intriguing games to watch out for since week one and then at BYU. Um, you know, those games could get really interesting. But I like their team. Um, definitely lost some talent on offense, but I like where they are in the SEC. Yeah. Okay, and then I guess I'll go. Uh, Utah over eight and a half wins. We kind of talked about them earlier too, but – like the Utes, um, Pac-12, I believe, is their division to lose. 
I see them winning against Florida week one. Um, and I think this team could be a team we're talking about going into conference championship weekend with college football playoff uh, high hopes. So that sucks. Yeah, too. they're pretty bad. So give me Utah over eight, eight and a half wins. Uh, like that a lot. I like it. Um, my next pick is Houston under nine wins. Um, pretty competitive team last year. Um, I think they beat Auburn in their bowl game. You know, not yeah. really an important bowl game, but pretty impressive win for uh, a non-Power 5 school. Um, so the reason I'm down on them this year is honestly based on their scheduling. Um, week one, and like, I mean, no one's going to be paying attention to this, they play at uh, Univer- uh, Texas-San Antonio, yeah. who won um, the Mountain West last year, um, beat a pretty, or not Mountain West, um, totally blank, or Conference USA. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty impressive team, very successful team. I think they could definitely upset Houston week one. They play at Texas Tech, and uh, uh, they get a week, and then they play at Texas Tech. I mean, it's never easy to play there, even though that game will, won't be as hyped up, but in-state um, rival. Yeah. Um, and they play at Memphis. Don't know what happened there. And they play at SMU again. Another in-state conference rival. Um, I just, I just, I don't know. I think nine's a lot. Nine I mean, is a lot. It, it is the American Conference, but they do have teams Cincinnati. I think Memphis is always kind of sneaky good on rare occasions. But um, I don't know. I just, I'm sensing a regression this year. Nine wins is a lot. Um, I'm taking the under. Yep. Um, touched on this earlier, but NC State over eight and a half. Like that team a lot. Um, you know, I honestly see them maybe getting out to 10 wins. I mean, that might be a little bit much, but, you know, I like where they've what they've done. Um, like their quarterback a lot. Great defense. Ton of returners returning. Ton of starters returning. Give me State over and a half. And I guess I'll do my last one, um, too. Miami under eight and a half. Eight and a half is a lot. Um, for a team that really hasn't proven itself in the past two years... Um, look, uh, they've got the talent, but I, I, you know, something's just telling me eight and a half is too much for yeah, Miami Chris, team. Chris likely going to need a year to figure it out. Yeah. Um, I like it, but I mean, they do have potential, uh, ACC football is pretty inconsistent. So yeah, but eight and a half is a lot for first year coach. Um, Wisconsin, uh, then my final pick is going to be Wisconsin from the big 10, uh, Grady Conference, and this is kind of a bold pick, but over eight and a half wins. Um, you know, again, another high price, but um, I like it. I, I again think their schedule works out with their um, home games. They do have a couple tough road games that are like they play at Ohio State, likely a loss. At Iowa, going to be really tough. And then at Michigan State. Um, I don't know. I just, I just like this Badgers team. I think they compete every year. I think. They have a good system going, and I think it just they could be a nine-win team easily if they if all things fall in their and fall in their lap. I mean, it's definitely some Big Ten teams that are going to regress, um, and then some that just are bad every year. Um, yeah. So yeah, I like I like through all those and um, Wisconsin's an easy team to root for. Yeah, too. I like Come Wisconsin. On. So Grady Badgers. Yeah, let's go Badgers. You know, the running back might get. 200 yards every game. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I might throw like a little $5 parlay on all these. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, so it's looking like we're going to wrap it up with college football here. Um, really excited for week one and what we have to offer um, this coming season. Be pumped. Anything else you want to touch on? I mean, uh, 
Um, no, I think uh, I think we, just, we covered it all. I think it's gonna be a great college football season. Um, you want to take a way too early champion pick? Yeah, I'll do that. Um, don't overlook it, Alabama. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, and this hurts to say because I'm a Georgia fan, but Alabama will be your 2022 yeah. 2023 yeah. champion. Yeah. How about yourself, Bryce, Bryce Young? Whoop. Yeah. Gonna dominate. Um. Yeah. I like it. All right. It's gonna wrap it up. Our college football segment. Segment. We're gonna get into a little MLB. Won't last too long. But um, after that, we'll wrap it up. All right, we are back here on the Jones Zone getting a little MLB. Um, I'm actually really excited for this portion just because, you know, it's the only thing going on right now. Yeah. Um, but some big stuff to look at. Uh, just finished the All-Star break. Um, we're heading into the second half of the season. Um, so, you know, in baseball, there's no salary cap. You, teams can spend whatever they want, and it works in the advantage really well of big market teams. Um, so the top five markets in this country are New York, LA, Chicago, Atlanta, and Houston. And the top five teams in MLB this year are the New York Yankees, the New York Mets, the Los Angeles Dodgers, the Atlanta Braves, and the Houston Astros. The Cubs are non-existent. Um, but I don't know, it's just crazy how that works. I mean, they, they get all the money they can just because they're in the huge market and they're successful year in and year out because they can get whoever they want. Um, I don't know. It's, it's kind of cheat code, but I'm not complaining. I'm a Braves fan. We're doing well. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's just crazy how that works. Um, it's almost unfair. But, um, yeah, basically, um, Yankees are the best team in baseball. Astros are not too far behind. Yankees are getting a stud season out of Aaron Judge. He's going into contract year. He's going to make... Unbelievable amounts of money this offseason, but is likely going to win MVP. But the Yankees play in the best division in baseball. Um, they do. And the Rays and Red Sox, hell, even the Orioles, are all in the wild card mix right now. And there's an additional wild card team this year, so watch out. Astros are dominating their division, except the Mariners are kind of catching some heat. Angels are. Which is horrible. Just terrible. Because they, mean, they have two top five players in the league, probably. Yeah. And, it's a disgrace. Uh, they seem to never figure it out. Um, yeah. Dodgers caught a lot of caught fire before the break, and they're just going to keep rolling. Probably make some trades for whoever they want. <laughs> yeah, they, they can. Um, coming up at the deadline. What do you What do you think about the Giants, dude? I mean, they've they had the best season in their franchise history last year in terms of wins, and they have completely fallen off. Yeah. Um, do you think I saw a clip yesterday. They can't and hit. Rodon, remember he played at State and won the, he was playing on the White Sox a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came in the dugout, pitched like shit. Uh, and then he like kicked a bat and then it like the it like spun around and then like the knob like hit some dude in the ankle and he like went down the dugout floor and it was just like just a bad like this scene. is this is just how the Giants have been playing this yeah. year. I like the Giants though, honestly. I like their uh, manager. What's his name? Gabe Cap Kapler. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He, he's a player's manager, so. Definitely. I like, I like that. I like me some Gabe. Um, but, yeah, um, Dodgers should run away. Padres, they need to get get Tatis back, if anything. Um, Juan Soto. Um, crazy. He was getting future Dodger chance at the All-Star game. Wow, that could be crazy. Um, we'll get into his situation in a second. And then in my, in my division, the Braves division, Mets – Took off, were double digit games ahead. Braves won 14 straight and have just been kind of dominating. They're about to lose to the Padres right now. 
or not Padres, the Phillies. They lost game one, won yesterday, but are losing right now. Um, Adam Duvall just went down. Albies is out for a while. I really hope they can repeat with Acuna back, but there's a lot of competition in the NL this year. Yeah. Um, especially in their own division, which is not great. Well, I think I mean I think the Braves have the talent to you know possibly make a run at it again. I think it's a good sign that they are starting to get hot now. Yeah. Um, that's the biggest thing with these MLB teams is you got to peak at the right time, kind of like March Madness. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, the most bizarre thing last year is I mean how um, I mean the trade deadline didn't did more for any team than the Braves like did more for any team. Yeah. Um, Completely redid their outfield and led them in route to a world world championship. Um, it's pretty tough to replicate, but Braves have most of the guys back from last year and one of the best players in baseball back. Um, I'd love to. I think they have the confidence to do it again, um, but who knows? Um, so Juan Soto, um, Juan Soto's big biggest name in baseball right now. He's 23 years old and probably one of the best pure hitters in the game. Um, turned down $444 million. Which is insane. It's half a billion dollars. He's 23 years old. Just won the home run derby. All-star. Um, kid's a stud, basically. But turns down this money, and Nationals are like, okay, you're trading. Nationals are going through some change of ownership, so it might be like, yeah. okay, we're going to start clean, but he's a stud. Yeah, he is a stud. It'll be interesting to see how the Nationals handle that. I mean... If you're Juan Soto, though, like, you know, this team, obviously, they're not great right now. But, you know, this is a team, obviously, they looked a lot different. But they won the Nash- the World Series, like, three years ago. Yeah. So, I- yeah, the thing the thing about Juan Soto is crazy. is because he's already won a World Championship, and he's showed up in those big games. He's taken Verlander. He's yeah. taken Garrett Cole Yard in, at, in Houston. Yeah. So He's ridiculous. He, he's going to draw immense value on the market. I don't even know what. People are going to give up from, but yeah. they'll do it. Um, so, yeah, this year, I mean, he's not, he has two and a half years left on his deal. I mean, it's if you trade for him now, I mean, yeah. you're getting, you can get a championship next year or the year after mm-hmm. um, just by having him on your team. And you don't have to pay him for under $40 million. Um, All right, so, I mean, that's, that's about as big as news you're going to get in baseball right now. Um, a lot of games going on today. Um, Blue Jays are on fire. Um, like to see that. I like their young core. But um, give me some predictions. What are we thinking? Yeah. So um, right. Let's hop into some divisions right now. So AL East definitely most competitive. I don't. I totally blanked now. I'm looking at it now. I was talking about the Rays and the Red Sox, but I forgot to talk about the hottest team in baseball right now. Just Toronto Blue Jays. Um, they're playing the Cardinals right now. Handled them well yesterday. Um, I think they're they're getting hot at a great time too. Yankees are not playing great, and uh, I don't know. I mean, the Jays are 12 and a half game, games back, which is ridiculous, but I can see them being a serious contender. Um, I like them. I think the Rays are always pretty consistent, and I think the Red Sox are going to be someone to watch in this year's trade deadline as they, they're optioning up Jake Martinez. I think they're going to trade him, and Bogarts, I don't know his deal. Yeah. He's got like a year left. Um so I don't. I, they might not be a playoff team, but I really like Yankees, Blue Jays, Rays uh, from the East. Uh, the Central pretty weak. I, the White Sox have been really underwhelming. Twins are in first place right now. Um, I do think the White Sox will come out of this yeah, division. So do I. Um, I don't really get their deal, but uh, they're. I don't like 
how they hired Tony LaRusso as a manager, but I think they have the talent to do it and pitching. Uh, right now, AL West, I like the Astros, and I also like the Mariners. Um, they they just won 14 games in a row, and I don't know. They could they got a good young core, and I think they got it going right now where they could be a wild-card team. Um, but if we're looking, AL champion, mm, I don't know. It's going to be tough. I I'm probably most comfortable with the Astros right now just because they seem to do it year in and year out. I know I don't <laughs> I don't like picking the Astros, but I feel most confident with them. Yeah, I would uh, agree with that pick. I think the Astros, Yankees will find a way to mess it up. Um, and then, you know, Astros, they know how to win when it, yeah. in big games. So give me the Astros. Yeah, all right. So that's our AL coverage. Um, not, not big into much AL teams, but I'll hop into my – the NL East. Um, I really hope the Braves catch the Mets, but I'm not feeling very optimistic. The Mets are still without, or they just got Serger back, I think. But they still don't have Jacob DeGrom, and I don't know. I think all the spending they did this offseason might help them out. I think the Braves will likely be in the wild card spot, but they're only two and a half games back from the Mets. I don't, I, I see it being possible, but Mets, Braves. Philly's Philly's underwhelming. Yeah, Um, they fell off. um, Then from the Central, Brewers are in first place. Cardinals aren't far behind. Cardinals have just been super inconsistent. um, But have no Arenado and Goldschmidt are studs, but they cannot figure out pitching. But Brewers definitely have it figured out on the pitching department. Corbin Burns stud. Um, Yeah, I I would. I it's gonna be interesting. I I like the Brewers pitching staff going, especially. I mean, that's what you need going into October. So. It'd be interesting to see that. I like the Brewers, though. Um, yeah, and then out of the NL West, um, Dodgers are in first place by a whole lot of games, and the Padres are far behind. I think this Padres team could definitely be um, you know, a team that makes noise in the postseason. They've had real, Joe Musgrove's been really good this year. Um, and, I don't know, I feel like some of their pitchers can definitely come around, and then they need their best franchise player back in Fernando Tatis, but Machado's compensated well enough, made himself an NL MVP candidate, as well as Paul Goldschmidt. So, um, yeah, a lot of things to look out coming down the stretch, kind of getting the dog days of the season, coming to September. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, a uh, lot to look forward to, but it's been a good good year so far. But um, I, think, uh, I think that might wrap it up here. Yeah. Let's do our World Series prediction. All right, World Series prediction. God, I mean – we somehow get one of these rights, wish we'd bet on it because the odds are insane. Um, I'm gonna take the Astros out of the American League, and then out of the National League, I'm just gonna say the Braves are going back. Um, I think they're gonna make it happen again. Uh, I think they've reloaded, um, and I think they just, they've shown they can win games when they really need to. Um, yeah. It's biased, but I think they had the most postseason presence out of any of these teams. Um, besides the Dodgers, I mean, I'd, Dodgers could definitely be in it along with the, along with the Braves. But I'm gonna have an I'm gonna have a repeat World Championship: Astros, Braves, um, Braves repeat. Let's do it. Wow. Okay, I like it. Um, you know, I'll go Astros out of the AL, like uh, like what they're doing over there. Um, and then for my NL team, um. It's kind of boring too, but I'm gonna go with the Dodgers. They're too talented not to get back there eventually. So they might. The Dodgers might win it this year. Yeah. Um, good team. No, so too good. Yeah. So I'll go. Um, 
Astros, Dodgers, and then um, God, uh, I guess I'll go Dodgers. Yeah, yeah. I don't really. No, I don't, let's I don't not know. buy the Astros winning. Um, yeah, <laughs> but well, yeah, Dodgers aren't much better. But <laughs> yeah, hit on some great NFL, great college football, and a little MLB at the end here. But um, so much fun today, Marshall. Thank yeah. you for coming on. Yeah. Um, I feel really good about this first episode. I think it went pretty well. But um, super fun. If you listen, thanks for joining. Um, And we'll be back um, in a couple weeks, back on the Jones Zone podcast. Thank you guys for listening.